Welcome to the Fantasy Football Delivery Men Podcast with your hosts, Adam Zeitler and Kyle Rohde. Welcome to the Fantasy Football Delivery Men Podcast. I am your host, Adam, the Ambassador Zeitler, here with my co-host, Kyle, the Delivery Man, Rohde. Hi, I guess. Whoa. Sadness. Sadness. Dark mood. What is going on? Well, this is this is what I was talking to you about, about my possible story time, which I'm conceding to your story time. What I've, is going this on is, right now? This is this is okay. I've I've realized our business that we are now currently in is a very tough business. With that being said, I would like to quote Uncle Ben from Spider Man. <laughs> no, sad face. I, <laughs> with great power, comes great <laughs> Uncle Ben. There you go. Okay, okay. Still sadness. With great power comes great responsibility. And you might be asking yourself, listeners, as well as Adam, I'm sure is, why so blue panda bear? I can't believe if somebody was. I wish somebody was here. <laughs> Right before we started, we were on such a high note because we have such an exciting episode. And as, soon, <laughs> as soon as I get it on, Kyle's like, "Yeah, <laughs> that's like, what just that's, happened?" That's because I had to bring to your attention, like I said, Uncle Ben quote from Spider-Man: "Great power <laughs> comes great responsibility." You might be asking yourself, "Why is that, Kyle?" Let me let me set the scene for you. A, a young man turns to me. Trusting me, my knowledge in fantasy football. He goes to me. Oh, goodness says, gracious. He says, who do I start this week? Against my co-host, Adam Zeitler. Taysom Hill <clears throat> or Justin Herbert? No comment. I told him Justin Herbert was a slam dunk. Slam dunk. A slam dunk. What you what you didn't finish your sentence. I'm sure you were cut off by Tony. <laughs> because well, you were gonna say <laughs> you were gonna oh I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sure I'm sure you were gonna say he's a slam dunk to get my co-host into the playoffs. Oh, that would be so dark. <laughs> but anyways, what I'm sorry pointing Tony. out is the anguish I feel finding out this morning that he missed the playoffs. Because he lost to you. Yeah. Because he didn't start with his gut. His gut said Taysom Hill. And I said, no, Justin Herbert. Against Atlanta, man. Against. So, anyways, like I would just want to make, I just want to make everybody clear the mental strain and stress that this actually puts on a person is unbearable at times. So, we both have to say, um, Tony, we feel for you, man. I feel Again, more than what I Adam does. <laughs> I, I don't know if, if you were planning on mentioning names, but when I saw that this morning, I was actually shocked too. I had to look into all this stuff. Like when, uh, Tony, you had posted on the Facebook, uh, I'm not the Facebook, on the fantasy page, hmm. um, I was like, yeah, I need to look into this because I didn't think that it was the way that it should be either right looking into it i do think that it was correct um it's a game of wins and losses and uh i don't know we don't i guess 
yeah essentially it was just my my opening uh opening scene and the scene is done hello and welcome to the fantasy football <laughs> podcast i am your host kyle <laughs> the delivery man roadie with my co-host adam the ambassador zeitler <laughs> live live from roadie studios live from roadie studios we haven't said that in a long time no we haven't i'm it's me all you pumped know, up did we ever discuss that microsoft and those companies started in a garage we did we did okay we did we yeah. said we were one step ahead of them because we were we are already in the, in the house okay yeah. i just want to bring that up that we are in fact already in the house in more ways than one delivery man in the house and in your house and in, in your ear in holes. Your ear holes yeah there they are <laughs> <laughs> but no that's uh yeah we're, we're bringing you the best fantasy football other than the 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 Tony advice I gave uh, last week, but other than that, we are spot on. Should I, should I just say I feel like I have I have the information here. Oh, and in case it wasn't clear enough, I think we could explain that through a nicely written text message or something. Oh, not on air. I don't think so because the listeners, I get it. They were like, "Hey, what's with this podcast we're listening to the first time?" Well, and, I'll I'll just kind of okay, briefly give it the rundown. Yeah, I will I'll, take a time I'll out. Please you briefly review so um between two players that were have a tied record um they played obviously you know the season is 13 weeks in the regular season for fantasy mm-hmm. um they each played 10 teams um so the gist of it is one team in their division they played three times mm-hmm. that the opposing person did not play at all mm-hmm. so those 10 teams that they played um it basically went off of that record so tony was five and five against those 10 teams joey was six and four against those 10 teams man so that was the part that made the difference so literally and this was a thing i have to give props to almost 10 teams out of our 12 (laughs) in the league this was the tightest league i think i have ever ever been in like like when I when I just reflect back on it, I'm like 2020. I'm like, well, I've never yeah. in a million years would have thought that this scenario would have laid out the way it did. You know, like how how important these games were that right. were not in division. Right. It made the difference. I that's mean, insane. one game obviously made the difference. It's insane. So, but yeah. it's like that's another thing for uh, fantasy football goers and uh, commissioners look into this stuff because it, it happened to us. It can happen to anybody. You know. That's all yeah. they're doing the same thing we're doing. On to that point, we have our tiebreaker as a head-to-head record. Correct. I believe if however you want to do it, like Kyle and I kind of talked about this mm-hmm. off air. If we would do the tiebreaker goes to points four, mm-hmm. even though I beat Tony twice out of three times, mm-hmm. Tony would be ahead of me, which I we both kind of agreed is like if Kyle beat me, he did beat me once, but if we had a tied record. You beat me twice. We only played. Oh, once. We only played once. Yeah. Okay, I'm just, I'm just thinking of all the other people I beat twice. But anyways, so <laughs> <laughs> you you beat me once. But if we had a tied record and I had more points, then I would be ahead of you, which I thought is kind of right. right. You beat me. You have that over me. Mm-hmm. So you know that's kind of how it goes. Well, since I, since I we're on our, since we're on our uh, talking about our fantasy football pod, uh, uh, fantasy football league. Um, who won the league so far up until this point? I don't know. Nobody important. We don't need to talk about I it. I do. <laughs> Nailed it. That's, that would be me. 
but yeah, no, but not by much because that, like Adam explained, it was like crazy tight. I had to go on a five game winning streak to be able to pull off this. Your team at the end of the season is really hot right now. I do not like that. I have to lean on some of the receivers I have to lean on currently. It makes me kind of a little uneasy, but I'm going to roll with it. You are the only nine and four team. And we have three eight and five teams, and we have one, two, three, four, five, seven, and sixteen. That's insane. That's a tight knit race. Like I said, I've never, never had a entire league this close. And it was super fun. There was a lot of activity. It was a lot, lot of fun. Of, a lot a of lot people of on the waivers. Definitely the most challenging one I've ever been part of. You know, as far as the you know waiver wire pickups, people actually paying so close attention to their waiver wire priority. Um, uh, I mean, no matchup was guaranteed. I mean, there was a couple that possibly could be guaranteed, but <laughs> we're not going to say names. But the thing is, is it was just, it's exciting. You know, a lot of moving between trades and everything. It was it was a good time. I, out of my four leagues, in your, both your leagues, did you make playoffs? I missed out by 0. .60 in my other Dude, league. Dude, I missed out by 0. .3 in That's one of my insane. leagues. I had to go back and look. I'm like, I lost to this guy with the same record. I have more points for all, all that jazz. And he beat me by 0. .60 in week two. And I was like, are you kidding me? So Dude. I'm like the best of the worst, I guess. <laughs> so I guess I can put that in my hat. But no, this is the one of the two I made the playoffs in. So In, uh, in the one league that I missed, I saw the two people that were the lowest in the playoffs um, as of last week were going to lose. So I'm like, oh, if I win, like I'm in because we had a tied record. <laughs> yeah. But I was the lowest of that tied record. So, yeah, I was playing uh, another person that was out of the playoffs. And I needed Amari Cooper on uh, Tuesday to, to get like up. 17 points. And he mm. got 16 ah. point something. And I lost by 0. 0.3 points. I was like, oh, I missed playoffs by 0. 0.3 points. That just hurts. Yeah, and when it's like rough. less than a point, it's like. Somebody couldn't like fell forward a yard or something or whatever it is yeah. it breaks down to, but yeah, frustrating nonetheless. Well, we have uh, we have a like a packed show. Exactly, I was like looking at it, like because we've been averaging about two hours. I'm like, I don't even know if that's enough for what we got on the docket tonight. <laughs> we might have to shorten up some stuff, but yeah. uh, I mean, if we go over. Obviously, everyone knows. Like, this is a pretty laid back show. Like, yeah, yeah. I'm so surprised people find time to listen to our full show, which and we, we, we fully appreciate. I and we do have awesome. to give. I did bring up last episode the Spotify uh, numbers that uh, uh, Brian had given us. Yeah, those are awesome. And then your brother JJ posts over 1,400 minutes of listening to us. Whoa! Wow, that is dedication. That's awesome that we got that kind of a. Uh, and he said he, he did he he doesn't even listen to all of our episodes on Spotify. Wow. So that's, that's pretty cool. Plus time too. So he's like he's probably listened to us longer than we've been talking on these episodes. Probably. Impressive nonetheless. Yeah. Huh. Hey, did you have anything for story time? He's slow tonight. He's slow too. tonight too. <laughs> I cannot wait until we just start rolling in the cash. I have an appropriate drop board and then uh story time guy doesn't sound like he's under the weather this this one. I have uh, I have story time. Um, as you know, Molly and I have been watching the Star Wars episodes in order. Mm -hmm. We got to um, the Force Awakens, mm -hmm. right into um, the Last Jedi, mm -hmm. and I cannot lie to you. Uh oh, here we go. I rewatching both of them mm -hmm. did not 
even like the force awaken <laughs> <laughs> now rogue one has moved up your depth chart. it really did mm -hmm. i just um i mean i feel like we're beating a dead horse here but uh, maybe maybe just maybe just <laughs> i am but man i was watching after i was watching i was so disappointed molly was like laughing i mean every single little comment that i made i was just like oh of course ray's perfect and everything you know yeah. it's just like I'm not, I, I love the idea of the character Ray. I mm -hmm. love Poe. I love Finn. I love like the whole concept of it. I, I like every single character in it, but the story is so bad. <laughs> and I watched, I watched, um, I watched the George Lucas interview mm -hmm. and he was saying like when he sold it to Disney, he was kind of giving all his reasons. He's like, well, I thought I was going to have kids and I needed to do, you know, all this different stuff. Mm -hmm. And uh, he was saying like, they wanted to make a movie with like the, it was a nowadays movie, if that makes any sense. Yeah. Like they wanted to make it relevant in 20, whatever year it was, 2018. Mm -hmm. And obviously there was a lot of weird stuff going on. Like even now right. there's a lot of weird stuff going on, but it's like to make it because of that reason, I thought is bad. But, now but that... even George Lucas said it. Right. If, if he was to make these three movies that came out, mm -hmm. they would have been, absolutely way different well and probably would have been even way better way better George i mean the, he didn't have to do much <laughs> to make them way better because these movies are horrible oh man you are just you know I thought, I thought we were past that stuff but you know what yeah no that's that's, that's fine that's fine no no okay just, we can agree that they're the worst three out of the, the whole spectrum probably the whole franchise yeah. okay okay don't watch them <laughs> much like the uh the game of thrones when tony and i told you to mm -hmm. not watch the last season and just make it up in your own head okay just do that with star wars too. interesting factoid i heard on that from uh my driver helper uh josiah there's a shout out to josiah um he told me that the books actually for game of thrones aren't even finished being written like he, right. gave, he gave it the okay to you know just do the series do it how you want and then he's like kind of gauging like how it ended and stuff like that. It's like so his books might go in a totally different direction because right. he saw how and they'll probably be better. Was, probably, yeah. probably. Yeah. Books are normally always better than the movies. But they're hard because you got to read them. <laughs> <laughs> like I, I I've read. I guess I shouldn't say books. I mean, I've heard a lot of people like Harry Potter. A lot of people say the books are way better than the movies. Mm -hmm. The movies are good. Mm -hmm. I don't know if you ever watched any of them. But, no. Um, I read the hunger Games series because i was in high school at that point mm -hmm. and i was like that those were the only books that i was forced to read by my teacher mm -hmm. that i enjoyed reading mm -hmm. and uh yeah those i love the movies so i mean the books, the books were better, better yeah i mean i'm learning a lot <laughs> no no they're good and i'm gonna have to start reading books again i've been uh listening to um audiobooks and enjoying it a lot because <laughs> i have a lot of time to listen to stuff on my route now you've never. Now I think I brought up Dexter before that series, that HBO series on here before. And did you ever watch any of that? I started it, but like I said, um, Molly's not into gory stuff, and obviously, like I watched the first season, and uh, she's like, "Just watch this when I'm not around." And then when you're watching a show by yourself, you're just like, "I don't know." Uh, I got gotcha. you. But, uh, but anyways, the main character, uh, Dexter Morgan. You know how he always like hears the voice inside of his head and stuff yeah. like that. And it's his voice, uh, Michael C. Hall's. Anyways, I listened to one audiobook and it was Pet Cemetery read by Michael C. Hall. And I just enjoyed that whole thing because it was like <laughs> listening to Dexter and it's like, oh, you know, it's yeah, like, I like that creepy. He does. Voice, you know, I know. And it's like, I enjoyed that whole book. 
I enjoyed I, Pet Cemetery the movie, but I really liked him in Dexter too. Like it was just the fact that like I had nobody to watch it with. Like, right. And it's like anything else other than Dexter starring him, I I've been very disappointed. So like I'll watch a little bit. I'm like, oh, okay, I'm just, don't write Dexter it's for a, me. It's, <laughs> so. it's almost like uh um um Dwight. Uh, Dwight Schrute, like when he tries to play um all, um, all Ryan, Ryan Rain Wilson. Wilson. Yeah. Yeah, and he's and like Megalodon. Have you ever seen that one? No, I didn't. Oh man. <laughs> oh man. I don't know if I want to see it. It's that. it's like he he tries to play a, a very serious character, like mm-hmm. he's a businessman or something like that, and he wants to catch the big shark. And oh. I don't remember the whole plot of the story, but, but the, uh, it wasn't good. <laughs> no. Okay. Well, then I won't put that on my list of must sees. No. No. Well, yeah. If you haven't seen it at this point, it's been out for quite a while. Oh, it has. Okay. Well, then I've never missed it. So no. Okay. Yeah, you're good. Good. Is there anything else you wanted to hit on? Uh, no, I covered my sadness. I quoted a Marvel movie. I should be good for today. Yeah. Okay. All right. This is the Fantasy Football Deliverment Podcast. Let's I'll... get into <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Okay. It's okay. like, where are you going? This? Breaking like news. I like it. Yeah, let's get into some news here. Um, the This is kind of the biggest story around the NFL right now. The Eagles name Jalen Hurts as starter of week 14. Mm -hmm. Um, Carson Wentz uh, against the Packers did not look good. Jalen Hurts comes in. uh, I don't, it was fourth quarter, wasn't it? Yeah, it was kind of like garbage time. And well, well, they did make that like comeback. Yeah. Jalen Rager returned the punt for a touchdown. Yeah. So we can't give total credit to Hurts, but uh, no give him some credit because he did you know yeah through a touchdown pass. he made it a little more exciting you know yeah yeah so yeah that's the biggest uh news going around the nfl week 15 matchups um I, it said there were three but i only seen two um some week 15 matchups were moved including the browns and new york giants was moved to sunday night and the original sunday night cowboys 49ers was moved out of the uh, Sunday night game to the noon game. Are you talking about week 14? I thought it was week 15. I think we're in week 14. Yeah, because last week was week 13. Yeah, but I think this was oh, just you're talking news. about like, oh, okay. Yeah. This time. is just news that just happened, I don't know, earlier this week. So, oh, gotcha. Yeah, so we are in week 14 this week, but that is just week 15. News. On week 15. Yeah. All right, all right. Um, this was pretty big too. The Washington football team upsets the undefeated Pittsburgh Steelers, moving Washington to a tied record with the New York Giants for the division at five and seven, mm-hmm. moving the Steelers to eleven and one. Now, don't the Giants own the tiebreaker in that because they beat? Washington? I believe so. Okay. Yeah. And still, the East is super exciting right now. Jalen Hurts <laughs> is playing. We got a tie for the, the conference lead. That's wow. So. Right now, with Jalen Hurts as the backup, is every team in that conference a backup quarterback? Yes. Uh, Andy Dalton, Jalen Hurts, Alex Smith. and Who's a, kind of a third-string quarterback. Alex, yeah, they went really above and beyond. And <laughs> I can't even remember the, the fourth team in that conference. Why am I blanking on that? Well, Eagles, oh, Cowboys, Washington. Oh, yeah. Daniel and, Jones. Uh, and Colt McCoy. Yeah. So, yeah, all four. The sweep. Wow. Yeah. Wow. They are. Incredible. They're showing that they can be that good with a backup quarterback. <laughs> yeah, they're like, come on, rest of the NFL. They catch yeah, up. Get with it. <laughs> like, these guys aren't playing the fair. They're not playing the backup quarterback. Yeah, so. what's going on? We missed the memo. <laughs> hey. Um, 
to COVID news. The Panthers place eight players on the COVID list. Ooh, that's breaking news to me. Yeah. It's not James Robinson, is it? Mm, no. Who do I, I said Panthers. Oh, it's Panthers. Oh, yeah, yeah that's Panthers. right. Okay. Yeah. Still like a tiger. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Still a big cat. Um, it was looking like the spread was involved with an outside facility meeting. Mm-hmm. Um, so a meeting outside of the facility. Mm-hmm. So what I was reading up on, like they were trying to push, whether they were trying to push more. I, I was really confused reading the quote that was said, mm-hmm. but it looked like they were like, they didn't want this outside facility meeting taking place okay so i don't know they worded it really stupid yeah it was at a bar they just didn't want to say that (laughs) (laughs) obviously it's like well they had an outbreak and it was tied to this meeting outside they're like oh well we didn't want that to happen of course you Mm -hmm. know yeah nobody wants if nothing ever happened then there would be nothing talked about this exactly um but uh from what i've heard recently dj moore i believe was confirmed positive Mm mm-hmm um, of the two on the offense, it was DJ Moore and Curtis Samuel. DJ Moore was confirmed positive. Curtis Samuel, I believe, was a first person first contact. Yeah, so, contact. So blah, blah, blah. it's possible that Curtis Samuel plays this following week, but DJ Moore uh, probably will not. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Um, with more COVID stuff. Um, COVID stuff. James Connor could have played Monday. Mm-hmm. off the covid list uh he did not he was not activated mm-hmm. so i believe they're saying he should play week 14 gotcha should be ready to go mark andrews and larry fitzgerald came off the covid list so they should be good to go this next week um right before the game um this last week on tuesday des bryant tested positive for covid <laughs> off the uh, baltimore Ravens squad yeah. which i don't know you know yeah, but he was bummed because he was going to be going against the Cowboys, so it was like homecoming game. Oh, I didn't even think about that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's why he was like kind of bummed out. He's like, oh, man. For like, sure, yeah. Um. All right, let's get into injuries of the week. Do you really want to hurt me? I want a like little 80s. It. Yeah, I want a little 80s without that. I like yeah. it. Um. Justin Jackson is to return from the IR reserved spot so um looking at that from austin eckler perspective i don't know how much it's gonna um, i don't know do that, anything that one, that one waver me away from playing uh all oh, right yeah. i mean looking at earlier this year i think it was joshua kelly that was kind of you know hawking the touchdowns from austin eckler mm-hmm. in those first you know two three four weeks mm-hmm. so uh i believe josh joshua kelly, kelly? is uh Still on the IR list? No, no, he actually not when Eckler returned. Returned, he actually had a touchdown that game. Oh, he did. Yeah. Well, I'm a yeah. little bit off on it, but um, yeah, okay, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, okay, <laughs> okay. I'm just wrong. I okay, got, I got, I got. <laughs> Cam Newton is questionable. He has a questionable designation for the Thursday night game versus the Rams tomorrow, but he is expected to play. Mm-hmm. Um, Jono Smith returned to the practice uh, Wednesday, which is today. Um, Josh Jacobs uh, with an ankle injury. He did not practice today. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's something to keep an eye on. Or Can't, two. Keep two. Yeah, yeah definitely. Yes. Keep both eyes on that one. That's your cross side. Go on. <laughs> Cam Akers um, was injured with a shoulder injury. 
was full practice, no designation for the Thursday night game. He should be good to go. Um, he's coming off of two weeks. Of being a stud? Yeah. Yeah. But I think it was 14.4 and like 15.9 last week. Which I believe the advice I had given was that they are pivoting to Acres. You did? You did call I did that. do something right. Back to sadness. Now I'm reminded of it. <laughs> Back to sadness. Frank Gore went out with a concussion he last week. He is human, week. it turns out. <laughs> he is. He's not a steel olden man. I would have said tank, but yes. Well. Yeah. <laughs> olden man, olden tank, man whatever. Tank. Uh, he is questionable. He was limited um, par- uh, limited participant in practice today. Hayden Hurst was out with an ankle. He was also limited in practice today. Alexander Madison had an appendectomy. What is that? That's when you get a surgery on your brain. What? No, I don't know what it is. <laughs> That's a lobotomy. That's pretty close. I was like, appendectomy did not practice. He's questionable for week 14. I was like, he just had brain surgery. He will uh, be back. No, what? Okay, we should, uh, while you talk, I will Google appendectomy. Yeah. Right now there's a medical student listening to us like, no, it's this. <laughs> I believe appendectomy. That's not something with your appendix because that's appendicitis. Uh, epidectomy. Appendectomy. It's a surgery to remove one, remove the epidermis. No, that's the skin. That can't be right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait. Oh, this is, okay. This is actually not appropriate for us to talk about for what I say. I will explain off air. Essentially, it's the man's downstairs. And, what? Uh, yeah, it's uh, a tube that holds um, that. And uh, you have <laughs> two of these tubes. And what of these uh, back each man part? That so, can't be right. Is that right? Epidectomy. Yep. I guess a vasectomy <laughs> is something with also that. Okay, we should do some more research before we go online. But that is good to know. I, uh, it's a little more vivid than I, I, I pitched it out to the general public. But uh, yeah. Oh my gosh. Just so you know, this is a fantasy football podcast. If you'd like to reach out to us, you can hit us up on Twitter at... Uh, family underscore FF family friendly, family friendly. <laughs> not so much. Yeah, yeah, that's what the FF stands for. And you can hit us up on Facebook, the Deliverman Fantasy Football Podcast. All right, moving on. Terry McLaurin uh, was out the ankle. Uh, he was limited in par- practice today. He was dealing with this since Thanksgiving. <laughs> what? I'm still just thinking still, of the. Uh, okay, go on, go on. You're thinking. <laughs> I just thought about it. Do I shoot? <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> with the microwave <laughs> she's to, no she's not gonna get the good stuff with uh the flashing episode oh <laughs> that is an epic episode i do enjoy that one um terry mclaurin uh he's been dealing with an ankle injury since thanksgiving he's limited in uh practice today although he's been playing through this so i, I believe we can be uh confident that he's gonna keep playing through this um through the weeks coming <laughs> I'm just thinking about now that you got the Dwight episode in my head when he was talking about putting spotlights out there. Now, when, now you might ask yourself, would it not shed more light on the... <laughs> okay, anyways, go on, go on. Uh, Devo Samuel uh, had a bruised foot. He did not practice today. Um, I believe you should be good to go. That'd mm-hmm. be something to keep an eye on. I wouldn't be too worried about Can it. I go to work with a bruised foot. Yeah. <laughs> Just Christian McCaffrey um, with his 
his shoulder injury was the original injury limited today in part uh in practice mm. he also has a new thigh injury oh my God. and is questionable for this following week oh man so i think they said this happened during like individual workout where he did something you know with his mm. thigh with you know whatever but uh yeah not good news if you are the christian mccaffrey shareholder because this has got to be this has got to be pretty frustrating all right <laughs> so before, before before we moved on i was correct i just looked it up the appendectomy is the uh oh okay i'll just read it word for word the an appendectomy also termed appendicectomy is a surgical operation which the whatever the appendix removal <laughs> yeah and i apologize to the listeners that what i was explaining was also was called an epididectomy <laughs> awfully close to epidectomy i am not gonna lie but that is in fact what i described was is an epididectomy if you're curious uh good luck spelling it yeah that's uh <laughs> but you know it's uh kind of crazy i mean i'm learning a oh, lot yeah i've so, not learned so i apologize <laughs> alexander madison did not have an epididectomy <laughs> no he did not have an epididectomy and uh appendectomy ah. an a with an a not an e appendectomy okay <laughs> no 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 uh, appendectomy yeah, it's not an epididectomy. The, uh, the appendix removal surgery. Ah, much more <laughs> enjoyable than what I have described as possible surgery I thought it was. Oh, my goodness gracious. Wow. All right, moving on with injuries. Should have stayed in school. <laughs> Tyreek Hill um, is, did not practice today with a non-COVID illness. Um, this was something very interesting because oh, yeah. Clyde Edwards-Alaire had a tummy ache. He had a tummy ache during this game. He played the Sunday night game, which I think was very unfortunate for fantasy owners. Mm-hmm. Um, put him in a new starting squad. You know, he's questionable. You know, you didn't have really much to pivot to. Mm-hmm. All of a sudden, he's activated. It's looking like, you know, he's he's suited up. He's on the sideline, and he does not play at all. <laughs> My belly um, hurts. So this is, uh, this is very relevant. Um Right. It's non-COVID, you know, who, well, who knows if this is the same kind of thing right. that kept uh, Clyde Edwards-Alaire. Mm-hmm. Although Tyreek Hill's, you know, a little bit more important to this offense. I agree. So, um, again, keep two eyes on that one. Ah, two eyes again. With yeah. Tyreek Hill. Yeah. Uh, Joe Mixon will not play week 14. Uh, this is just a continuation of... Yeah, I wonder with them um, not being a real in, in any kind of playoff contingent, right. I'm wondering if they're just going to ride it out and protect their investment, you know, giving them that big contract at the beginning right. of the year. Yeah. It's like it sucks for fantasy, but I, I get it. Yeah, season's kind of over for them. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Yeah, they're, I, not, they're not in the East. <laughs> right. <laughs> They'd be in the running, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Philip Rivers did not practice today. Um, the big news on this is he's going to have to have toe surgery after the season. Oh, okay. So this is looking like he's going to play through it. Um, Philip Rivers. Yeah. I mean, 
Try playing on a broken toe or whatever kind of toe injury. He, you think like, ah, oh, it's a toe. Well, it was whatever. The, it was the playoffs when he was with the Chargers. What was the injury that he had that he played on through? Wasn't it a torn ACL? Yeah, something crazy like that. And he's like, no, I can still play because he's like, you know, he's not a mobile quarterback. He's not a running quarterback, <laughs> but still Just playing don't with chase that. Me. Yeah, do not. What you know, Aaron Donaldson, like, do not chase me. Not this time. They gotta like cart him off the field <laughs> after every every drive. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Oh, that's that's funny. pretty cool though. Uh Chris Godwin, um, he's been dealing with this finger uh injury. Um, he got his pins removed from his finger. Mm-hmm. I believe it was today. Did not practice today. Should be good to go week 14 because he's been playing through this finger injury. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't imagine being a top of the line wide receiver and playing catch from Tom Brady, catching footballs from Tom Brady with pins. In your finger, yeah, that would that would not be enjoyable. Not maybe be comfortable. Maybe that's why he's been like not really at the top of the you know wide oh, receiver. That's weekly. making me like cringe thinking yeah. about that. Oh, yeah, I'd take a couple weeks off myself. <laughs> I would. <laughs> Come, just don't don't throw that hard. No, Come uh, Kyle, you uh, that's me. You are not gonna like this news. <gasps> uh, Kenny Galladay still out with that hip. He did not practice today. Super frustrating because I was like, I don't want to play. And we'll talk about it more later. Um, we go over um waivers and sit and starts and blah blah blah. But like, I do not want to play Jacoby Myers this week, uh, Patriots against the uh, Los Angeles Rams because that just sounds terrible. And I would love if Kenny Galladay would just return and be able to play, but not trending in the not trending right in direction. the right direction. Uh, DeAndre Swift, uh, limited today in practice mm-hmm. with that concussion injury. I believe they're taking it, you know, taking day it by a day. little careful. Yeah. Uh, Drew Brees is not expected to practice today. Latest I've seen on this, he's doing a lot better. He's looking like he's, uh, on pace to return a little bit sooner than, mm-hmm. than later. Right. So as the Michael Thomas owner, I got my fingers crossed. I seen him. You've seen him. Fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. Daniel Jones is expected to play week 14. Um, Antonio Gibson, uh, I believe he is diagnosed. This was something I did not know was a thing. You could be diagnosed with turf toe. Yep. Uh, But he was diagnosed with turf toe. He left early versus Steelers. I believe he had like one rush for 13 yards or something like that. Yeah, on that first rush he had. Um, He's doubtful. Oh yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't foresee him coming back the next two weeks. And then if he even comes back the last week, if you do make it to the championship, are you confident? I don't. Him? No, I won't. Right. I won't. He will not have the speed, the burst that he always had, that he's had this year. So I'm, I'm out on him. This is big news for the JD McKissick shareholders, which I am one of them. So. Uh... Oh, kiss me. <laughs> McKissick. <laughs> I'm I'm kind of excited. Obviously not for the injury of Antonio Gibson, but I have Miles Sanders, and I don't want to play him this week. No. So uh, J.D. McKissick is a uh, bright, shining star on my bench yep, right now. Yep, 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 because that will be uh, – uh, Alex Smith will be dumping down him all game. Yep. yep. I like it. Uh, Adam Humphreys, the last guy on our injury list, uh, he went out with a concussion. He is on the IR. Wasn't he on it because of a concussion? I thought earlier in the season he had gotten a concussion and then he came back and then he. So he uh, got another concussion this past week. So not good. No bueno. Yeah. Mm -mm. Um, On the IR spot, I I don't know. When you get back-to-back concussion, it's like I think this was the week he came back. It is. Um, 
I don't know if there's got to be some sort of protocol like, hey, you know, I don't, I can't, I don't imagine I, he's going to be out for the rest of I the wanna season. I want to believe I heard but, it was three in a season and then you're done. I want to believe that was a rule at one point. But concussion protocols have changed so much. That's scary, yeah, man. Really, yeah. I mean, I've had two in my lifetime. I think I had one. Ah. I think I had a basketball hoop fall on my head. Oh, that might cause it. Yeah. Yeah. That's that just happened. random. The basketball hoops fall on people's heads. <laughs> Were you like throwing down a crazy dunk or something? No, it's just a windy day. <laughs> oh, okay. We had one of those like you're supposed to fill up with water. Mm-hmm. And I don't think we had anything in it. And I was just shooting hoops, mm-hmm. you know, reaching down to get the ball. And I looked up and the thing was like three inches from my face. Uh-huh. And uh, I don't want to say I woke up, but like I definitely didn't remember falling down. Mm-hmm. And I just like opened my eyes and the pole was like right in front of my face. And I'm uh-huh. like, yep, it uh, fell on my fell up right on my head well, that will happen so that hurt yeah but i don't remember because uh i well, probably so had a concussion like didn't happen yep we're good <laughs> <laughs> uh let's get into studs of the week because i'm a stud darren the tight end of the las vegas raiders darren waller he went 13 for 17 for 200 yards mm-hmm. and yeah, two I'm touchdowns two tutties because I'm a stud. I think his finish was 40, 43 or something it's, like that. It's what, you, it's what you want to see out of tight ends on a weekly basis. That's for sure. Um, Travis <laughs> Kelsey. I mean, what a slacker. Yeah, what did he put up? Slacker this week. What did he put up, like 20-something? He, <laughs> he went 8 for 13 for 136 yards and a touchdown. Um. Kyle, I had a little bit bigger list because I believe that I should move my hard line at 25. Right. I moved it to 20. <gasps> That's a crazy long list. Okay. Okay. It's a little bit longer, but, you know, okay. know. whatever. Know. Okay. Corey Davis went 11 for 12, 182 yards and a touchdown. He was the number one receiver of the week. Mm-hmm. Uh, Devonta Adams went 10 for 12 for 121 yards, two touchdowns. Derek car against the Jets (laughs) after we called it a mole last oh man it's just like the week before is like are you can you be confident even against the Jets it's like if you (laughs) had that confidence it absolutely worked out in your favor congratulations to you hopefully you won your week because that was a bold move not even really a bold move it was just like something scary Mm -hmm. but you did it he pulled it off Way to go. He went 28 for 47, 381 yards, three touchdowns, one interception. He had five yards rushing and another touchdown on the ground. Oh, look at that mobile quarterback. Uh, David Montgomery, uh, 17 for 72 yards, two touchdowns. Also had four uh, receptions on four targets for an additional 39 yards. Mm Mm-hmm. Josh Allen uh, went 32 for 40, 375 yards, four touchdowns, 11 yards on the ground. The Patriots defense, I didn't get all their stats. They had 30 points. (laughs) Yeah, that was insane. This is, uh, I don't don't remember last year, they were like the number one defense. Right. And like a really, really big number one defense. Mm -hmm. I don't know if they scored 30 points last year. No, any week. I don't believe so. This was high twenties, though. I remember. Yeah, this was a big, big week uh, for the Patriots defense. Uh, Cole Beasley, uh, he went nine for eleven, one hundred thirty yards, one touchdown. Justin Jefferson, he went nine for twelve, one hundred twenty-one yards, one touchdown. 
Aaron Jones, uh, 15 attempts, 130 yards, one touchdown. He went three for three in the air for 18 yards. Marvin Jones, eight receptions on 12 attempts, 116 yards, one touchdown. T.Y. Hilton against that Texans defense, which he just eats them like like like, <laughs> like, like he wakes up and he has them for breakfast. This is nom, 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 like nom, his nom. reputation. Yep. I think one of the stats that I heard were uh, he has not broken 100 yards since. Week 16 of 2018. 2018, yeah. With Andrew Luck. Yep. Wow. Yeah, that's insane. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. Uh, he went 8 for 11, 110 yards, one touchdown. Uh, he plays the Texans not next week. Two weeks. But the following week. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if you are that bold, hey, go for it. Mm-hmm. That's what he does. Yeah. Dalvin Cook, uh, 32 rushing attempts, 120 yards. He had six catches on nine targets for an additional 59 yards. Uh, Baker Mayfield went 25 for 33, 334 yards, four touchdowns. He had five yards rushing. He also had one catch for six yards. Ah, the trifecta. Yeah, he had a little bit of everything. Wow. Ryan Tannehill went 29 for 45, 389 yards. Three touchdowns, also had an interception. Mm-hmm. Matthew Stafford, 27 for 42, 402 yards, three touchdowns, also an interception. Mm-hmm. Lamar Jackson, 12 for 17, 107 <laughs> yards, two touchdowns, one interception. But, of course, in Lamar Jackson, Jackson-esque. Yes. Mm-hmm. He had 13 rushing attempts, 94 yards, and a touchdown on the ground. Yeah. So this finally looked like Lamar Jackson, the kind of Lamar Jackson that you draft in those high rounds. You finally got it in week 13. Right. So hopefully you're happy. Yeah. I mean, if, if you find 107 passing yards, yeah, that's, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. That, I, I, I guess that is Lamar Jackson, though. Almost yeah. many rushing yards, passing yards. So I guess you can't complain about that. That was a pretty long list, huh? Very long. Super world. Tired. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's get into Jack Legs of the Week. Jack Leg. Justin Herbert. I'm not going to hit the Jack Leg again because I already feel bad about this one. Okay. Jack Leg. <laughs> uh, Derek Henry, Miles Sanders, Giovanni. What was that for? That's a, that's, that's a Yeti. <laughs> Chewbacca. <laughs> okay, would you not find that Chewbacca is the is a Yeti? No. Okay, because this is what this is what I was hoping would be brought up when I used this because it's like I said, okay, okay, okay. What do you what do you know about uh Bigfoot or the Yeti? What do, what do you know about? What I know about him? Yeah. Uh he lives in the mountains. Very tall, very hairy. Um, would you would you agree? Very with tall, that? very hairy, because he has to survive in the winter. Right. Because it's cold in the winter like in the mountains. Like he's on Hoth. Yeah, but there's also like Hoth, like Yeti things. Yeah, so those are abominable snowmen. Yeah, oh yeah, that's a good point. Hmm. I'm just, I'm just saying. That's... <laughs> uh, Giovanni Bernard, Jamal Williams, Todd Gurley, Sterling Shepard, James White, Clyde Edwards Alaire with a goose. Oh, that was with the sickness. I guess oh. he's on the list. Whatever. Nelson Aguilar, DJ Chark, Jordan Aikens. The Titans defense special teams had negative two points. Uh, Travis Fulgram, Goost. <laughs> Jamie Graham, Goost. 
<laughs> Darius Slayton, Christian Kirk, Devontae Parker, Philip Lindsay, Marcus Valdez Scantling, I believe, finished at negative points. I uh, don't have a drop for that. Carson Wentz, <laughs> Raheem Mostert, Jacoby Myers, Chase Claypool, Latavius Murray, Benny Snell, Chase Edmonds, and Brashad Perryman. All finished. They possibly could have been in your starting squad. Five or lower, which is obviously not what you want in your starting squad. Mm-mm. So they are Jack Legs of the Week. Jack Leg. <laughs> um, a lot of Jack Legs. I guess, I mean, really the only one that that we need to talk about is, well, I guess there's a couple we can. Justin Herbert, Derrick Henry, um, just bad weeks. I mean, yeah, I mean, it's it's with Justin Herbert. I, I think it's it's Bill Belichick, and that's forte. exactly what I uh, had talked about uh, with uh, T Money Grimal There, I said I should have known better because he has the recipe for destroying rookie quarterbacks, right? You know, and that's exactly what happened. Uh, Derrick Henry. Um... <laughs> He's going to be right back in your starting squad. Yeah, yeah, you'll, you'll take well. This was just off week. Obviously, we're not worried. Miles Sanders, on the other hand, I am freaking out. Because like I said last week, it's a matter of does he have 13 attempts? You know, anywhere from 13 to 20 attempts against a bad Packers defense. Mm-hmm. He'll be fine because he's the best player on that team. Essentially, what I'm thinking is the Philadelphia Eagles are playing a very sick game of keep away. It's like, <sighs> let's keep it away from our best player. Sick. And have Carson Wentz throw a uh, five yard and out uh, pass passing routes. So yeah, gross. I um, I mean, I guess the only other well, Raheem Mostert, I guess, is another interesting uh, name. I felt like he was underutilized in that game, and he looked good every time he touched the ball. I gotta what look it? up what he what he actually had. I want to say seven for forty three, zero touchdowns, something like that. Um, uh, Mostert. M U S T A R D. It's an O. I know. M-O. I spelled mustard. Oh. <laughs> yeah. So. Um, so he finished uh, nine attempts, 42 yards. Oh, so close. <laughs> one, uh, one pass caught for one yard. But mm. you know, when you really look at it, nine, only nine attempts, 42 yards. I The only number that I look at that and not like is the nine attempts. Mm-hmm. You know, what is that averaging? Just shy, maybe four, just shy of four yards of carry or something. Somewhere well, it's, around it's there. above four yards of carry. Yeah. Shy of five. So if you had one more attempt for the same, you know, it would have been 4.2 yards of carry. Mm-hmm. Um, that's, I mean, that's a good number. It's just he didn't run the ball enough. Um, can you look up what uh, Jeff, Jeff Wilson? Wilson? He had seven carries, 47 yards, and he had 40 yards. Uh, no, wait, he had uh, two receptions for 12 yards. Okay. So almost similar stat lines. So right. Let's just give it all to one person, though. Yeah, that's no. what we'd like to Both do. Both of them did look really good, though. It's just, you know, uh, another muddy situation. Yeah, this this to me is kind of, are they going to go back to Mostert being the guy, or is this now going to be like kind of what they were before with Tevin Coleman last know. year? Is this going to be like, well, it might be Jeff Wilson Day or, you know. I don't like that. Hopefully I, I not. I just hate that. Because, I mean, if you have Mostert, you want to be confident, especially now in the playoffs. Um, you want to have that confidence in your starting squad, right? To be like, well, I got these guys. I don't want to second guess it. Mm-hmm. You know. Um, so yeah, that's a little 
a little scary. Yeah. All right, let's get into waivers of the week. Waivers of the week. Oh, here we go. At quarterback, Jalen Hurts. <laughs> That's uh, pretty much end of list. Yep, there you go. Everybody else is probably rostered on a team. Uh, well, Kirk Cousins. I believe Kirk Cousins would be a fine stream this week. He is not even on the added list. That's weird oh, because the Vikings are playing Tampa Bay. Because, uh, again, like last week, mm-hmm. uh, waivers didn't run at NFL.com. Ah, so we're yes. ahead of the waivers we one more time. We are ahead of the waivers. Ooh, yeah, they buddy. They changed it for us. They did. So we can keep our Wednesday night slot here. Uh, yeah. Uh, um, Kirk Cousins is a, is a good streamer this week. I imagine he'll be on the top 10 of ads this week. Um, but he kind of was last week. I think that's kind of what it's going to is – People probably didn't drop him, mm-hmm. whatever. Um, but Jalen Hurts, any kind of confidence playing him against the Saints no. this week? No, no. So even after that, he's not guaranteed starter for the rest of the season. And even if he is, it's it's almost like well, Philadelphia put a you know spent a lot of money on Carson Wentz. I know no other team is gonna eat up that uh, money that they owe him. So it's like one of those things where it's like. Do you play the guy you paid, or do you play the young guy that is maybe a little more exciting? Right. Yeah. So, I, so against New Orleans, you know, it's a tough matchup. They're the number four ranked defense against quarterbacks. Um, there normally is like a kind of a stigma of a rookie's first start mm-hmm. that just oh seem yeah. to be good. Well, because they don't have time to game plan for them. Right. You know. Right. So, and so I guess in that, but I I think New Orleans defense is too good. Right. That's what I'm saying. Like it's. Do you want to go off of some kind of feeling that ah. you kind of have? Hmm. But even after that, they're going against Arizona uh, week 15. They are the number 20 ranked defense against quarterbacks. Week 16, they're going against Dallas, 24th ranked defense. Mm-hmm. Um, so even like kind of like we said, if you want to go off of they're going to have a good first start, they're going against New Orleans. But then past that, you know, he has good matchups, but is he even still going to be the starter? So well, I if you're guess, in the playoffs, how many people are streaming quarterbacks? You know, I mean, right. that seems people, like that's yeah. kind of something. People are looking forward into this, uh, into the next three weeks and grabbing who they can and mm-hmm. planning on playing. I mean, you could you could pick up a player this week planning just to play them on championship week. Right. That's a, definitely a strategy that people should be looking at. Right, and that's how I'm sitting with one of the waivers that are out there right now. Yeah. But we'll talk about them when we get to them. Okay. Uh, at running back, the number one uh, picked up on NFL.com, J.D. McKissick. <laughs> that jump made me jump. Oh, sorry, sorry. <laughs> uh, obviously, you know this. Like we kind of already talked about with the uh, Antonio Gibson news. Um, yeah, this uh, this should be probably. Let me look ahead. Yeah, this should be the number one pickup of the week. Agreed. Uh, if he's out there. Which in our league, I have them. There's no way I was going to let him go anytime soon. Mm-hmm. Uh, I guess if you have not so deep leagues, there's a good possibility that he was a free agent. So I'll go ahead and scoop him up if you mm-hmm. can. Uh, at two, Ty Johnson of the New York Jets. Probably this is going off of the Frank Gore news. True. And, but uh, if you saw his stat line, it was pretty impressive. But Jamal Adams right behind him also had a great game. For the New York Jets, so it's one of those things like, are they going to roll with Ty Johnson, or is he going to just kind of fade like he did in Detroit? So Oof. that's that's a tough one. Yeah, he had a really good. He had eighteen uh, half point 
PPR fantasy points. Mm-hmm. Uh, 22 rushing attempts, 104 yards, one touchdown. Yeah. Uh, two for two in the air for 13 yards. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a pretty sweet stat line. Not bad at all. Uh, who was he playing last week? He was uh, playing Las Vegas Raiders. Vegas. Uh, next week he goes against Seattle, mm-hmm. then L.A., not a good matchup. Cleveland, not a good matchup. Yeah. So probably one week play. One week play probably if, if you're desperate, yeah. Uh, number three, Cam Akers. Uh, is he on this list really? Mm, probably, maybe. Maybe rostered in most leagues. I imagine. But, if yeah. he's not, go scoop him up. Scoop, scoop, scoop. Uh, at four, J.K. Dobbins. Yeah, he's not out there anymore. Okay. Okay. Uh, at number seven, Peyton Barber. Again, Washington football team. Yeah, but I'd rather have McKissick over Barber on that. I think so, too. Mm-hmm. Um, and with that, that'll be all the running back pickups of the week. I guess looking at this, uh, J.D. McKissick, Ty Johnson, we'll skip Cam Akers. Um, Peyton Barber, who do you want rest of the season? Uh, McKissick. Agreed. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Ty Johnson, Peyton Barber, who would you rather have there? You're in that second tier or the uh, after. Uh, Peyton McKissick. Barber, because he will get the goal line touches. Ty Johnson does have that, but he did say rest of the season, so I'm only going to get one game out of Johnson where uh, chances are Antonio Gibson's out for the remainder of the season, so you could possibly get something out of Barber. All right, so what if you were just doing it for this following week? Ty Johnson. Ty Johnson. Yep. Okay. Absolutely. All right, good for the listeners to know. Yay. Uh, at wide receiver, T.Y. Hilton is the number one picked up uh, wide receiver. And that's the guy that I'm thinking about. He's uh, he's on the he's, list there. Because you we did discuss my receiving core going into the playoffs, and I'm a little uneasy with it. And I'm just like, man, I swore off of T.Y. Hilton really early this season, and it's like he's doing all right. So it's like, I don't, I don't know. I got I to gotta, I gotta do some soul searching this evening. Well, the wide receiver uh, top ten is – is uh interesting i think all of them are pretty uh fan or uh waiver relevant here uh so number one is ty hilton number two is Corey davis uh again he was the number one receiver last week right so a lot of that goes to that uh number three kiki qt kiki, do you love me? <laughs> <laughs> is that drake yeah that's drake <laughs> <laughs> uh at number four brandon ayuk Ayuk? We Ayuk? talked about this. Ayuk. Ayuk. Okay. Uh, number five, Tim Patrick. Uh, number six, Jameson Crowder. Number seven, Cole Beasley. Number eight, Marvin Jones. Number nine, Michael Gallup. And number 10, Marquise Hollywood Brown. I'm surprised Cole Beasley is so like so far down on that list, to tell you the truth. He's been very good. He's been very good. If he, I mean, if we're looking at this list, uh, um, Cole Beasley is at seven. I'd put him at one. Like waiver priority number one out of all these receivers. During the game, I thought it was an interesting stat that he's got the most touchdowns for a player, a uh, wide receiver that's been under 5'8". He has 33 touchdowns in his career. Wow. Like, that's kind of interesting. He's 5'8". Yeah, he's 5'8". Yeah, he's you, pretty short, when dude. He, when he scored the touchdown, did you see the lineman pick him up like a baby and rock him? <laughs> I thought that I was didn't great. See that. Wow, that was pretty good. Um, wow. So there's a lot of, a lot of names to kind of rank here. Mm-hmm. Um, let's kind of go through them. Uh, do you agree with me? Cole Beasley probably out of these 10 is probably the number one on your priority here. Yes, because well, uh, 
Corey Davis with Alan Humphreys, you know, he came back and now he's back out. Uh, that's tough. But I mean, I, I would, I would enjoy taking Beasley over any of those though. I think when I look at the, uh, uh, tight, one of the Tennessee Titans, I think about always when it comes to late season, Derrick Henry is oh, yeah. <laughs> who, who they're moving forward with. So it is kind not, of their MO. Yeah. Not that I, I think Corey Davis should be, you know, dropped because of that or not picked up because of that. But, mm-hmm. um, I kind of would like to take Cole Beasley before him for that reason. And Cole Beasley's been very good. Right. And they don't really have much of a running game. Nope. So. Nope. Devin that. Singletary looked good in the game, but that's because he caught passes from Josh Allen. So. Yeah. Um. So who else? Uh, QT had a, had a good week. Brandon Ayuk. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tim Patrick. Tim Patrick. Tim Patrick has been surprisingly steady this year. And it's yeah. like it's like nobody's paying attention to it. That's know? true. I really haven't. Uh, last week against the Chiefs, he went four for four, 44 yards, two touchdowns. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, yeah. Because two I know, touchdowns I know, will get you there. I think two weeks ago, I was out, you know, scouring the waiver wires trying to find him, and he was rostered in both the leagues. So it's like ah, yeah, bummer. Yeah, he's sneaky. He's kind of under the radar kind of mm-hmm. guy. Um, Ty Hilton, are you picking him up? I'm so on the fence. I'm so on the fence, but that's because my receiving core is kind of depleted at the moment. Are you kind of picking him up for that one matchup in two weeks? Essentially. Essentially, because yeah. I'm like, that's a slam dunk. Jamison Crowder uh, went seven. No, he went five for seven, 47 yards, two touchdowns. Uh, this kind of goes to Sam Darnold's back. Mm-hmm. Uh, looking better. Jamison Crowder, rest of the season, hopefully. Um, Chowder. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Marvin Jones, um, looking at his stat line, basically since the bye, since week five bye, mm-hmm. uh, he had whack, week six against Jacksonville, 1.8, uh, week seven against Atlanta, 10.5 uh, against Indianapolis, 17.4 against Minnesota, 11.8. Washington football team, 19.6. Carolina, 7.1. Houston, uh, 7.8. Last week against Chicago, week 13, he had 21.6 points. Hmm. So rest of the season, he has Green Bay, uh, number six-ranked defense against wide receivers. Tennessee at 30. Tampa Bay at 24. Yeah, that's Uh, good. I roll with them. I mean, he's been good. I mean, I mean outside with the of absence of Gall- uh, Galladay, I'm saying you might as well just keep rolling with him. Outside of three weeks since the bye, you've been disappointed mm-hmm. at 1.8, 7.1, and 7.8, which that's it's not it's absolutely going to no. kill you, no. but obviously you'd like to get 10 plus. All right. Right. Um, so, yeah, I mean, this is the thing I feel like I've said every week since I had Galladay was. I believe that Jones only gets better when Galladay comes back, but it's kind of seemed to not be that way. Um, but against Green Bay, I believe he's going against Jair Alexander, probably one-on-one. Uh, one. There you go. There you go. Maybe that's not as interesting as I thought it was going to be. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, that's if that's the... But then Tennessee, Tampa Bay for championship week. Yeah, that'd be pretty sweet. Uh, Tennessee is ranked 30 against wide receivers. Tampa Bay is 24. Mm-hmm. They're highlighted green in the NFL. Mm-hmm. Uh, fantasy app right so those are good uh michael gallup 
was the the ninth uh, pickup of the week. This was against he was against Baltimore this last week. Scored eighteen point one fantasy points. He went seven on uh, on eleven targets, eighty six yards and a touchdown. And um, this is, I don't know, this is a one game thing. He's had one other game that he was. 10 plus points in a half PPR format. Yep. Week three against Seattle, 22.8 points. And I believe Dak Prescott was still the quarterback at that time. Correct. Um, so this last week against Baltimore, he had 18.1. And those were the only two weeks that he went 10 plus. Mm-hmm. I don't think that. No. Not going into playoffs. Not I, interested in that timeshare. Nope. No, mm-hmm. I don't think so either. Nope. Michael Gallup, I mean, off this list would probably be the last guy. Mm-hmm. Um, at at number ten, Marquise Hollywood Brown. Look, I mean, the whole season he's been frustrating. Yeah, last two weeks against Pittsburgh, he had sixteen and a half uh, points. Mm-hmm. Last week against Dallas, twelve point four. He's yeah. heating up. Yeah, but I I don't know. This week against Cleveland, the the twenty sixth ranked defense against wide receivers. Mm-hmm. The, uh. Week 15, Jacksonville, 28th. Hmm. And championship week, New York Giants at 14. That is pretty favorable. It is very favorable. We have to see what their run defense is ranked because if they can stop Lamar from running, it's going to force them to pass more. That's a good point. Yeah. Yeah. And what, what did we say? Lamar had a Lamar 117 had a, yards or something like 107 that? 107 yards passing and 94 on the ground. And I know collectively as a team, they had over 200 yards rushing. So yeah. run heavy. Yeah, yeah. I guess <laughs> they might want to pass at times, but then they end up running. I guess out of these ten guys, Marquise Hollywood Brown, he'd probably be on the bottom half. Like I wouldn't be super excited to get him so for that lower reason. than five, higher than ten. Yes. Okay, yes. I can agree with that. Um. Not yeah, there a lot of good uh, wide receiver pickups this week. So Kyle, get on it. I would, but I'm busy recording a podcast, Dad. <laughs> <laughs> All right, at tight end. Uh, the number one tight <laughs> number one pickup was Logan Thomas. Well, yep. Um, let's see what he did this last week. Well, last two weeks, uh, um, week twelve against Dallas, he had eleven point four two. Last week against Pittsburgh, he had twenty point three. He went nine for nine, caught all you know, caught all his passes, ninety eight yards, one touchdown. Big week for Logan Thomas. Huge, um, especially against the Pittsburgh team. Yep. Pittsburgh defense. Um, this following week, he's going against San Francisco, the number one ranked defense against, against tight ends. Yes. Wow. Uh, week fifteen, Seattle at fourteen, and six. Week sixteen, championship week against Carolina at the number twenty six ranked defense hmm. against the tight end position. Um, number two, tight end Mike Gesicki. He's been heating up, and this is interesting because this was. Tua's. This was Fitzpatrick uh, last week against the Giants, mm-hmm. and Tua this past week against Cincinnati. So against the Giants, he had ten and a half points. Uh, against Cincinnati with Tua, he had nineteen point three. So there was he had eleven targets last week, hmm. which I think is very very interesting. Um, to me, Mike Kosicki was somebody a tight end that you wanted when Fitzpatrick was a quarterback. Right now, looking at this last week with Tua. Definitely makes it interesting. 
Um, looking at his rest of season playoff schedule, Kansas City, the number 19th ranked against defense. Um, week 15, New England, uh, number four. And again, Bill Belichick, rookie yep, yep. quarterbacks. Probably not a good matchup there. Nope. Uh, championship week, week 16, Las Vegas, the number 11 ranked defense against tight end. And uh, that is end of list. Hmm. All the rest of these guys definitely should be owned. Right. Um, kickers. Just kidding. <laughs> kickers of the week. Um, yeah, that, that uh, pretty much concludes the waivers of the week. Well, good job. Good waiver segment. Thank you. Thank you, Kyle. I appreciate uh, positive it. Positive words. Oh, All man. right. Week 14 preview. Pa -pa -pa preview. Welcome to the playoffs. 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 We're going to talk about the playoffs. Playoffs? Are you serious? We just want to win a game. <laughs> All right. Thursday night, tomorrow night, the New England, new, the New England, the New England Patriots, the six and six Patriots at the LA Rams, the eight and four Rams. Um, I'm against all Patriots in this one. Yeah, I don't want. I don't like anything about anything to do with these Patriots. They're just inconsistent. One. I mean, and against a good, good Rams defense too. Right. Um, there. I feel like there's going to be one. There's going to be at, at least one fantasy option that's going to be like, oh darn! I wish I would have started him. Who's their kicker there? I don't know. Oh, okay, well, whoever that is, that might <laughs> be who you're interested in. With Cam, with Cam Newton, with that uh, injury that we discussed earlier. And how uh, tough this Rams defense is, I just i i don't I don't like it. Um, the one question mark I kind of had here was Cam Akers mm -hmm. against New England on a short week. Well, and two is is uh, yeah, he had the injury kind of thing going on, mm -hmm. but two, it's like it's still I don't want to say it's still inconsistent, but it it always makes me nervous when. They have other options that you know that they have gone to in the past. Right. This past season, like Cam Akers was not the number one running back besides the last two weeks. And you know they have uh, Brown and they have, um, what's the other guy? Henderson. Name? Henderson, yes. Mm -hmm. So it's like, I just, I'm nervous. I, I, I can't tell people to start him confidently, mm -hmm. especially against Bill Belichick. Agreed. So, yeah, so I mean, uh, Cooper Cup, um, I think would be a go Robert Woods. You're not going to bench him. No. Um, well, and you know, they got Gilmore. He's going to be probably shadowing one of them, but Gilmore has been burnt this year before. So yeah, I, I'd, I'd still feel confident with the wide receiving core. All right. Going to Sunday, uh, the noon games, the six and six Minnesota Vikings at the seven and five Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I love Oh, this is a yeah. This is a good one. I, I didn't think even think so. about that. Yeah, there's a lot of good options here. Um, Vikings defense, I will say, as bad as they looked earlier this season, they look like they're kind of coming together. Even as a full football team, mm -hmm. um, you know, they were kind of pitiful in the NFC North, but Agreed. climb back to six and six. Um, yeah. I guess the Buccaneers, who again looked like a stronger team at the beginning of the season, mm -hmm. look like uh, and... Tom Brady's flaws are kind of yeah showing here there are holes in the boat there are metaphorical boat yeah i'll yeah. let you talk about your uh, golden game of the week golden game of the week uh starring the minnesota vikings and the tampa bay buccaneers i do like all the vikings here justin jefferson adam thielen 
Um, now, we'd have to check and see the status on Irv Smith because if he's out again, Kyle Rudolph is definitely in play, I believe, because um, he stepped in pretty nicely for uh, taking right. back the lion's share of the tight here. end's uh, workload there. Uh, Kirk Cousins, I think, has an excellent stream in this one. And then you got the Buccaneers. Uh, we'll have to keep an eye on Godwin, see what he's got going on. But I do feel confident that uh, Tampa Bay is going to bounce back. And, uh, oh, I see one finger up. Uh Tight end Irv Smith remains sideline at Wednesday's practice. Okay. Then, yeah, Rudolph would be, a, I think, a good uh, tight end pivot uh, if need be. But um, uh, as I was saying about Tampa Bay, uh, the, oh, another, oh, another one finger. Holy cow. <laughs> Kyle Rudolph also missed practice today. Okay, never mind. I got my face. <laughs> um, we will have to monitor and uh, figure that out. But um, Tampa Bay, um, I think, is going to want to prove something coming off of the bye, maybe well-rested. Uh, maybe they worked uh, some of those kinks out of that offense and be roaring ready to go. But I could see it being a thirty-four twenty-eight game. Yeah, when uh, when Tom Brady played for Bill Belichick, coming off a bye, they were very dangerous. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if that kind of carries with Tom Brady, mm-hmm. but I w- would think. I mean, Tom Brady is known as the goat. Mm-hmm. If he has an extra week of being prepared, I would I would bet on Tom Brady this week. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I like that. I like that. There's a lot of lot of good plays. A lot of good plays in this game. All right, moving on. The six and six Cardinals at the five and seven New York Giants. Speaking of defenses that have been coming together, the New York Giants defense has been looking pretty stellar. I'm not gonna lie. That division. <laughs> that division. I mean it's up for grabs. Like I mean, uh with if Daniel Jones does return. I think Giants win this division. This is a thing too. Is even uh, I guess we can talk about the Eagles when we get there. But if Jalen Hurts can find a way to move this offense, their mm-hmm. defense is fine. Their offense just kind of makes their defense. Not oh yeah, look because, good. because they, get, they can't they, move the yeah, ball. Yeah, they get over to the sidelines and they're all tired. They're like, okay, <laughs> Carson Carson got sacked three times and they punted right away. So yeah, no, I agree with that. But um, in this one, uh, uh, Gallman's been awesome. Uh, as a, I mean, you could plug him in every week since he's kind of take the reins. He's always, even if he's doing his 60 yards, he at least pairs it with a touchdown. Last week he had over 100 yards and, uh, you know, still really good fantasy numbers. Uh, Arizona, uh, Kyler Murray, ever since that shoulder injury, Arizona has not been all that impressive on the not offensive the same, side. Same, really. No, a lot of short routes uh, to DeAndre Hopkins, stuff like that. So it's one of those ones, uh, man. That's a tough one. You weigh in on this one. What do you think about this? Um, I don't know. I actually kind of like the Giants in this game. Oh, I like the Giants in this game as a whole. Yeah. You know, I mean, yeah, on the Cardinals side of the ball. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> well, with all those question marks, uh, yeah, well, well, we're thinking kind of tread lightly on this matchup. Let me look up uh, Kyler Murray stats here. Do it. Do it. Um, all right. Kyler Murray. Um, week 12 against New England. Oh, man, this is tough. <laughs> because this is kind of a, I mean, on the NFL app, three games in a row highlighted red. New England, number five defense against quarterbacks. That's where he scored 7.9 points. Last week against L.A., they are the number two ranked defense against quarterbacks. He scored 16.4. So, I mean, that's it's pretty good. 
you know, given that LA was the number two, you know, ranked team against quarterbacks mm-hmm. this week against New York, surprisingly, they are the number six ranked defense against quarterbacks. Wow. Wow. Um, so looking at that, I mean, last week against LA, I think I'm in. I might not call I'm I'm in on Kyler Murray. Mm-hmm. I'm not if I have him, which I don't, but if I did, I'd be starting him. Yeah, I'm, I'm thinking you'd have to start him. Uh, Kenyon Drake, too, I think would be an interesting start in the last three games uh, versus Seattle, New England, and Los Angeles Rams. 14 points, 22.80, and 12.80. Yeah, and that's buddy. against a tough Rams team. And you put up, you know, over 10 points. So, yeah, Kenyon Drake's coming back. He's a 15th ranked uh, running back. For oh, the full season. Well, see, I see him as 12th, but you know. I'm on a half point PPR. Uh, oh, that's that could be the problem. Oh no, I'm sorry. I'm on a full point PPR. Oh, that's not what we discussed. So even here. even better. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> 12 is even better. You're making your, your uh to be or not to be come to fruition. <laughs> <laughs> All right, moving on. Uh the eleven and one Chiefs at the eight and four Dolphins. Mm-hmm. Um Again, Chiefs don't really need to talk about him a whole lot. On the Dolphins side of the ball, Tua's uh, going to start again. We just talked about, um, we just talked about Gasicki. Mike Gasicki. Miles mm-hmm. um, Gaskin is probably going to be a play this week, um, and Devontae Parker. Yeah. So, I mean, those are probably the four that you're interested in. Yeah. Outside of that, I, you said Gaskin, correct? Yes, I did. Okay, good. Um, and I think that's pretty much it for the Dolphins. Yeah, and on the KC side, if uh, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire returns, you can plug him in. If he still has his tummy ache, I would not put in a <laughs> Levy and Bell. I, I, he had his time to shine last week, did not shine. No. So if, in fact, um, uh, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire is out, I see this being more of a pass-heavy game. Yeah, and uh, watch the Tyree kill uh, tummy ache situation as well. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah. All right. Moving on. The eight and four Titans at the one and eleven Jacksonville Jaguars. Well, this is going to be a big game for Derrick Henry. This sh- yeah. This should be. This should be welcome to the playoffs. Yep. Kind yep. of game for Derrick Henry. Uh, <laughs> if you have him in the playoffs, I'm sorry, Tony, dude. Uh, I didn't even think about. It. I said it. I'm sorry, dude. <laughs> my eyes got really big. Like, don't bring it back up. I've been. I, I've passed it a little bit. Yeah, if I mean looking at uh, looking at the schedule for Derrick Henry for the playoffs, should be super stoked if you got him. Um, other other than uh, Derrick Henry and the Titans, you're starting AJ Brown, Ryan Tannehill. All the plays should be good here. AJ Brown should be good. Corey Davis, mm-hmm. you know, all the plays there on the Tennessee side should be good. Uh, on Jacksonville, James, it's the same every week. The uh, one running back, James Robinson. Yep. Yep. Uh, did you see the play last <laughs> Where week? Where Lavisca Chanel caught the pa- the pass off the shoulder pad? Yeah, yeah, I was I was watching that game with my uh, my sister in law's boyfriend, and he 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 said the perfect thing. He's like, "It's like you're playing Madden, and it mm-hmm. glitched out." <laughs> you know, like sometimes you throw a weird pass, and all right. of a sudden they like glitch five yards, and they catch. I was like, "That is almost so exactly that, what that so that's looked what, like." So that's how they're rolling is Madden style. <laughs> <laughs> the Madden glitches. Right. I remember just looking at that. I was like, what just happened? Right. The LaVisca Chenault felt pretty good about it. I was like, yeah. Oh, for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, all right. The three and nine Cowboys at the two, nine and one Cincinnati Bengals. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Ezekiel Elliott, we need to talk about him. I need to look up his stat line, what he did last week, because he was one that we were talking about. Do we start him or Gibson? Yep, and due to default, uh, Gibson turned out to not be a good play last week because of the uh, turf toe injury. Uh, but you got the stats over there. On, I do. Um, in half point PPR, he finished against Baltimore at 13 and a half points. Hmm. Uh, he went 18 attempts, uh, 77 yards uh, on the ground. He went an additional four receptions on six attempts for 18 yards. So nothing, nothing Ezekiel Elliott asked, but hmm. 13 and a half points, even for a disappointing Zeke season. Uh, I'd be happy with that. Hmm. Uh, and going against Cincinnati, I can't imagine you're not playing Zeke. Right. The thing that troubles me is uh, T. Higgins against this uh, Dallas Cowboy defense this week. They're the 25th ranked pass defense. T. Higgins does have a rapport with Brandon Allen. And, I mean, uh, the two weeks with Brandon Allen, 12.9, 8.1. 8 8.1, not super exciting, but still nonetheless, that was against the number 16 defense, Miami Dolphins. So... I can imagine uh, you can play them against yeah. the Cowboys. Uh, their defense hasn't been special. And when you think about uh, Giovanni Bernard, really hasn't mm. done enough. No. Or really anything. Um, the Bengals are going to have to throw the ball if they want to be competitive in this game. Agreed. So I, I'd i be okay with uh, T. Higgins here. Mm. Good. Good. All right. The four and eight. Texans at the five and seven Chicago Bears. Um, David Montgomery start of the week. Uh, yeah, yeah. I'm going with it. Go, go with it. I did not write it down, but as soon as I looked this up, yep, I'm going with it. And David Montgomery. I'm gonna join you in this game. I'm going with Kiki. Do you love me? <laughs> yep, I'm gonna go with them. Now that was a thing that. Um, sorry. No, writing's hard. Writing is hard. I'm not good at uh, multitasking. Um, I have Kiki QT in our league, and I also have Michael Thomas in our league. And I, it was a thought that went through my mind. Well, right, and I just <laughs> am I not starting? Decision. Am I not starting Michael Thomas this week? Is uh, a crazy thought in my head, and uh, I don't know. Yeah, because uh, who do the Saints got? The Eagles. Okay, so he's going to have a, a Slay Jr. on him. Um, that's the only real shutdown corner that they got over there. So, and he hasn't looked good the last handful. No, weeks. he hasn't. He, he went against. Uh, um, he went against Devonte. Devonte crushed. Scorched him. He went against uh, DK Metcalf. DK Metcalf Scorched crushed him. Yeah, um, but it's obviously it's not Michael Thomas at this point. It's who's throwing him the ball, right? And their offensive situation is looking like Taysom Hill can run just run the ball right um last week michael thomas well against atlanta who's the 31 ranked defense against wide receivers or the second last uh scored 15 points hmm. Phil, yeah i'm starting them i okay. can't not okay do it but i do gotta it. find a way to get him i oh kiki qt is questionable kiki do you love me <laughs> Uh, well, that's not good. I, cha- I changed my mind. I'm crossing out Kiki. Limited. Know. Limited uh, today in practice with a knee. Don't care. I have now crossed out Kiki. <laughs> I will think of a different start of the week. All right. All right. Sounds good. 
Um, did we really talk about this matchup? Um, um, Texans probably keep. Well, even though he's not start of the week, he can be started. Yep. Um, we're starting Deshaun Watson, David Johnson, David Johnson, uh, Brandon Cooks, Brandon Cooks. Yes. On the Bears side, Allen Robinson's a weekly start. We got Montgomery going to go. Um, and the list. And the list. Yeah. Okay. Uh, the four and eight Broncos at the four and eight Panthers. Um, on the Broncos side, you know, we talked about uh, Tim. Who do we talk about? Tim Patrick, and Tim that's Patrick. my start of the week. <laughs> <laughs> I was writing it down as you were saying it. I was going to say Tim Fuller. Tim Fuller. Is that doesn't that doesn't make sense? No, that's William. Yeah. <laughs> Tim Patrick, uh, your start of the week. Yep. Um. Uh, anybody else on this Broncos squad? You're probably doing uh, um, Melvin Gordon. Yep, Melvin Gordon. And that's probably end if of list. CMC is going in this game. You're gonna use CMC. Oh, for sure. Well, I guess on the Broncos side, um, um, the tight end, uh, Noah Fant. Noah Fant. I imagine you're going for it again. Tight end position sucks. Mm-hmm. So if you got anybody relevant, you're starting them. Uh, yeah, on the Panthers side, if CMC goes, but with that new injury, again, if he doesn't, Mike Davis should be a big play mm-hmm. once again this week. And with that depleted uh, COVID uh, wide receiving core. Right. I don't believe Robbie Anderson made that list, so Robbie Anderson. No, uh, it was it was Curtis Samuel was the first uh, uh, contact. Mm-hmm. So, he, you know, as long as he doesn't get any positive tests or anything like that, uh, he should be good to go, hopefully. Mm-hmm. Um DJ Moore was the positive tested uh, wide receiver here. Bad. So, I mean, that should open it up for uh, Robbie Anderson, mm-hmm. Curtis Samuel. Um, so they should hopefully see an uptick here uh, in uh, attempts at least. Right. So Some more targets out there. Yeah, they'd be interesting to play this week, uh, especially against the Broncos. Mm-hmm. All right, moving on to the afternoon games on Sunday. The un... Win <laughs> the winless, <laughs> the unwinnable <laughs> New York <Our> Jets <laughs> at the eight and four Seattle Seahawks. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have Chris Carson and Tyler Lockett as stars. I was going to have them uh, start to oh, the you're week. Do a handcuff start of the week again? Well, kind of. I was going to see. I was going to see if you would let me do nope, it. Nope. <laughs> Draw, drew a hard line in the sand from that. You were not doing that no more. Uh, Tyler Lockett is inconsistent as he is. I imagine. He goes he's, off. This he's got to. He's got to. Chris Carson, uh, looking like he kind of split the backfield last week mm-hmm. with, um, uh, gosh, I forget his name. Carlos too. Hyde. Carlos Hyde. Mm-hmm. I think this is either an in either or kind of situation. Either I imagine it's against the Jets, so they don't give Carson a whole lot of work, mm-hmm. or they do the opposite and they just absolutely crush the Jets. Mm-hmm. And give Carson a lot of work. What you looking at, Shvengali? I keep seeing something like flying by your. Oh, maybe it's water like a fly. Thing. No, it's it's like. Is it this? Yes, that's my pen. <laughs> like, what the heck is that? What's he looking at? Um. All right. Uh, Seahawks. We know who we're starting. Yes. DK Metcalf, Tyler Lockett, Chris Carson. On the Jet side, um, Ty Johnson. Uh, we're going to plug him in. This is that one week we said that we could probably plug him in. We're going to mm-hmm. go with Jamison Crowder. Uh, no streamable option at quarterback. Um, end the list. End the list. 
All right, I'm good with it. All right, the eight and four Colts at the seven and five Las Vegas Raiders. Man, these are some tough matchups this week. I ain't gonna lie. It's like yeah. it's like Chris, Derek Carr. You made me look like a jack. Well, here we go. Jack boy. <laughs> <laughs> you made me look like a, a yeti. Flex jack like flex yeti jack like. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like you know, it's like that was all I don't of them know. right there. And I pushed just one. So anyway, <laughs> um, yeah, <laughs> I'm just gonna push, slap my hand on the drop board, <laughs> see what happens. But uh, yeah. Kiki. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so, but uh, yeah, uh, I don't know if Derek Carr is gonna try to make me look like a jack leg again and uh, go and do that. Um, uh, any word on um, the running back there, Jacobs? What, what's he got going on? Is he gonna be um, ready to go? I think we talked about him. Let me turn back my page here. Otherwise, Colts. I like. Uh, they're the number twenty-nine ranked rushing defense. I do like. Uh, uh, Jonathan Taylor, as far as he's been going lately, he's been really heating it yeah, up. Yeah, good last um, week. And then I would take Michael Pittman Jr. over T.Y. Hilton in this matchup. The right. more favorable matchup for T.Y. Hilton would be next week with Houston. Um, I mean, that's where I'm at as far as Colts go. The update on Josh Jacobs uh, did not practice today. Did so not? Kinda, okay, so yeah, you're going to keep an eye about... on that. If you're a, a booker owner in the playoffs, you that might be a pretty strong play for you. Even last week, I imagine booker – didn't do it for no, him. No, no, he didn't do crazy great. I think 16 attempts, 50 yards, something like that. But you know, they got and against the Colts. Uh yeah, that that's true too. Uh, but I know they were playing from behind the Jets because that's what a lot of teams do this year is you know, try to play catch up to the New York Jets. But um, <laughs> you know, so they did start airing it out. But um, yeah, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if you found the end zone. Um Darren Waller. Oh yeah, gotta got put in Waller. He's the best. Uh, best tight He's end the in best the tight now. end ever. Ever. Um. All right, moving on. The nine and three Packers at the five and seven Detroit Lions. I love gold. Second golden game of the week for Kyle. Yeah, I think this is a smash play for both teams. As far as I mean, Packers are going to get ahead doing what they always do. You know, you get the quad A's rolling. Um, yeah, buddy. Yeah, boy. And then uh, the Lions, I think they're gonna be coming from behind and try to be, you know, I mean, they might get ahead, you know, seven to nothing, you know, on a like. Uh, it depends on if Swift's back. I imagine one of them is gonna score, and then like I think they're gonna be playing from behind the rest of it, where Stafford's gonna be airing it all, and that's where you get those receptions for Marvin Jones, and, right? Uh, T.J. Hawkinson. And again, uh, Kenny Galladay did not practice today, so keep your eye on that one. And DeAndre Swift was limited today. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm. I believe he's still on the concussion protocol. Um, so again, he he was limited today. So keep an eye on that one as well. Uh, and moving on to the ten and two Saints at the three eight and one Philadelphia Eagles. We kind of already talked about the Eagles. That you don't feel good about any of them ever again. No, <laughs> and it's super frustrating as a Miles Sanders yeah. owner. We don't need um, to talk about it. Okay. We don't want to talk about it. You I'm don't want to talk about it. Well, I guess even on the Saints side, Taysom Hill, probably the only guy you can be confident in. Well, I mean, Alvin Kamara, he went off last week. The week mm-hmm. before, it looked like it was more it was um, the Murray show. It was more Murray than Kamara. Mm-hmm. So um, they kind of said they didn't really have their foot down on the gas all that game. Mm-hmm. So last week it was looking a little bit better. Kamara looked a lot better. Mm-hmm. Um, so this should be a good game, especially, uh, uh, yeah, 
So Taysom Hill, starting off with Kamara, Michael Thomas, you mm-hmm. can't not start. Uh, Jared Cook, I think, had like 10 points last week. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're, I don't know. I mean, <laughs> off of that. Goose in the previous yeah, couple weeks. And yeah, the, like the two two weeks in a row, I think he goosed or something mm-hmm. like that. Right. So if he's on your, you know, your waivers, it's possible. He could be. If you pick him up, I mean, he's as good a guess as just about any other tight end in this whole entire league. Agreed. So if he's out there, take a shot. I mean, we don't care. <laughs> <laughs> um anybody else on the Saints side you're interested in here? Um Emmanuel Sanders. No. 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 It's playoff time. It's playoff. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. You can't be taking no crazy shots like that. No. I mean, I guess you can. Well, if you're desperate. If I was going against you, I'd be taking some crazy wild shots. No. I'm just saying. Don't. Give Joey some some ammo here. Oh. All right, I going gun drop <laughs> <laughs> to the next matchup here: the four and eight Falcons at the three and nine L.A. Chargers. Um, this actually sucks. Could be an what well, sucks? <laughs> well, yeah, it sucks. Not, it's not. You a, can't. You can't put Todd Gurley in because he's got a hangnail again. And then, um, you know, uh, and it's like he Leo's back, baby. Who's back? Julio's back. I Julio's think he had back. a good lineup. So then, a good it's like then you're going to want to focus on the receiving core. Then Julio, uh, I think on both, really. on both squads. I oh, think right. this, like, this could be a golden game. Oh, this is Adams? I love gold. Sure. Okay, there you go. Put it up there. Right. I mean, it's just after what we saw happen to Justin Herbert. I mean, this is two performances back-to-back that were far less than what we've seen out of him so far. And it's right. like. Atlanta did perform two weeks ago against Las Vegas, so it's like, are we kind of going seeing the decline of Justin Herbert? Is he figured out? You I know? don't think so. No. Okay. Yeah, I'm. If I have them, I am absolutely starting them, especially against the Falcons. I mean, their defense has looked better the last couple of weeks, but mm-hmm. I mean, uh, this Chargers team, it's it's so crazy to think like Atlanta really looked like a good team coming into the season. They've really disappointed. And the Chargers have looked really good, but they've only won three games. I know. It's like they're really good at losing. Like, they look good as they lose. Yeah. Except for the exception of last week, which was very, very weird. Very strange. Uh, So, on the Falcons side, if you have to, you're starting Hayden Hurst. Matt Ryan, I believe you can start here. Julio Jones, um, again, kind of as long as he's healthy. I feel like Julio Jones is kind of someone you always need to keep an eye on. Even if he, mm-hmm. he is healthy, just keep an eye on him. Uh, Calvin Ridley, um, with Julio coming back, you know, didn't look as good last week, but he can be a start here. Uh, on the Chargers side, Jalen Hurts, or I'm sorry, Jalen, not Jalen, <laughs> the quarterback. What a, Justin just, Herbert? Justin Herbert. I'm sorry, <laughs> my goodness. Oh. Um, Austin Eckler, we're starting him. Um, um, Mike Williams. Mike Williams. Keenan Allen. Keenan Allen. Thank you, Kyle. Yeah, it's like I'm holding your hand walking through a dark alley here. Like, this way. This way. Uh, my brain's just going. And yeah, I guess, it's, it's so like weird. Said, it's hard to do what we do. And we're in, like, the midst of, you know, peak season. Uh, if that's uh, if you're tuning in this episode for the first time, the Delivery Men Fantasy Football Podcast just is not a clever name. We are also Delivery Men yeah. for our respectable businesses. Every time I go through this, like, I – in my brain, it's just like swiping to the next person, and I can see their face, but all of a sudden, their their name doesn't <laughs> pop up next to the face. Like yeah. I see who they are, but I'm like, I don't remember. Yeah, but that's where I come in. 
who we named them. <laughs> <laughs> what we've named those who shall not be named. <laughs> All right, moving on to Sunday night, the eleven and one Steelers at the nine and three Bills. This game became a lot more exciting after Washington took them down. That's for sure. Yeah, I mean, even before, I still like the Bills. Um, the Bills, the Bills. Yeah, I like the Bills. I like the Steelers. Um, I'd say the downfall with the Steelers last week was their receivers could not catch a freaking ball. Mm. It was incredible how many drops they had. It was, it was like, whatever. Maybe they were playing hot potato. Maybe, and uh, they lost because of it. Instead of playing football, you decided to play hot potato. Oh man, that and that does not get you that. wins. In it does not the NFL unless you're playing hot potato. <laughs> <laughs> potato football. <laughs> Uh, on the Steelers' side, a uh, lot of good plays here. Um, with the uh, James Conner possibly coming back, mm-hmm. seeing how they did last week with uh, um, Snell did not look good. Nope. James Conner coming back, we've kind of seen – this was the thing I was a little bit worried about. We've seen uh, in the last couple weeks when Ben was calling the plays, James Conner did not look good, did not put up the fantasy numbers. Right. But we've seen last week – with how many drops those receivers had. Benny Snell didn't really get a lot of work. Mm-hmm. And even when he did, it didn't look good. So I believe James Conner coming back this week his, should be yeah, a good Yeah, his play. job's safe, it looks like. Yeah. Uh, so Ben Roethlisberger, if you got him, a lot of the receivers, Juju, uh, Deontay, Chase Claypool, uh, I believe they all can be plays here. Right. Uh, on the Bills' side of the ball, um, you're starting Josh Allen. Uh, the running back position, I no. No, I don't think no. so. Um, Stefan Diggs. Unless you're in a full PPR, then maybe like Devin Singletary because he did catch quite a few balls out of the backfield the last game. Yeah. yeah. I, I'm i worried about just chasing points on yeah, Devin that's Singletary. True. That's true. Especially against the Steelers defense. There's I'm a little bit more skeptical on the Bills offense mm-hmm. against the Steelers D. I feel like coming off that first loss, they're going to come, especially a Sunday night primetime game. Mm-hmm. They're going to come back and want to show like this. This was just a fluke loss. They right. might want to try and run all over the Bills, um, but the Bills are a good team, right? So uh, Corey Davis, you're going. Are you going, Kyle? You said you. Well, you kind of got a rundown receiver core, but Corey Davis has looked really good. Uh, Cole Beasley. Cole Beasley. I'm sorry. Yes, <laughs> my bad. Yeah, but no, Cole Beasley. Yeah, I'm running with him until the end. Yeah, I think so too. Mm-hmm. I, I definitely would. So uh, on the Bills side, you got Josh Allen, Stefan Diggs, Cole Beasley, and that's probably in the list. Probably. Uh, Monday night primetime game: the seven and five Baltimore Ravens at the nine and three Cleveland Browns. Mm-hmm. This should be a good one. To this will uh, be a good matchup. Good uh, divisional matchup. Yeah, Ravens are starting to look alive. Yeah, yeah, they are. I mean. Um, you know, it's it's it works for them. You know, it's like I don't know if Lamar Jackson. I mean, like I said, when we reflected back on the stats about the 107 passing yards, it's like if they, if they can run all over Cleveland, that's fine. Like this will be a pretty competitive game. But it's like you got to get that passing game going. Yeah, you that know? might be the deciding factor in this game because the Browns can run all over teams as well. Right, and Mark Andrews is back this week, so that might also play into maybe a little bit more of an uptick in the passing game. All right, so the Ravens. Um, I imagine if you're in, you know, any kind of competitive 10 team league, you have been starting Lamar Jackson. 
probably, yeah, probably. majority of the season. Mm-hmm. Um, so I imagine you're you're playing them here, especially coming off a good game last week. Mark Andrews, if you got him, you're starting him. Um, is there anybody else really here? J.K. Dobbins. Well, you were talking about Hollywood Brown heating up recently. Yeah. Would you feel comfortable rolling into the playoffs, Hollywood Brown? Uh, I no, no, not really. Okay. I mean, if I have to, if if he's my best option, I guess you're going there. Mm-hmm. But I'm not confident. I would definitely, you know, try and find a different option. But mm-hmm. I'm absolutely not confident in uh, in Hollywood there. Gotcha. Um, on the Brown side, you're starting Nick Chubb. Uh, Kareem Hunt has been a little not Kareem Hunt-esque. Ask. I like how we just add ask to every <laughs> name, and it's like so it's like we're describing them as like some kind of an adjective. But no, no, I agree with you on that. And it's one of those things where if you if if you don't have anything to go to, you might want to just keep them for a stat line of like seven carries, thirty-four yards, touchdown, maybe like. Three receptions, fifteen yards. You know, it's like that's that's decent numbers. Yeah, in, in, at uh, least flex play, something yeah, like that. Yeah. Uh, Baker Mayfield's been looking pretty good now that he's had some decent weather nice games. Weather games. Yeah, that doesn't speak well for a quarterback though. If you can't if you can't compete in the, the elements, it's like to uh, his defense. No. When you have running backs. Well, yeah, I suppose. Then why would you? Yeah. When in Rome. <laughs> when in Cleveland. <laughs> when in Cleveland. <laughs> um, so to that note, uh, any of the receivers you're starting on the Brown side? Uh, Landry. Well, probably Landry. Peoples um, Jones. Peoples Jones. I mean, you can take a you can take a risk on uh, any of them. I mean, I think Landry is going to be your most uh, uh, when you can start confidently. But uh, yeah, Higgins. I mean, not Higgins. Richard, yeah, Richard Higgins and then uh, people's uh, Jones there. I mean, those are kind of, but, you know, some of these bigger leagues and stuff, and that might be the, what you're going what you with. got left, yeah. Yeah, right. Yeah. All right, I like it. Um, yeah, good slate of games. There's a lot of, a lot of, uh, I mean, if we were, if we were betting people, there's not a lot of games that I think are just locked and loaded wins and loss kind of matchups. Mm-hmm. Um, so it looks like a good slate of games this week, uh, especially first week of playoffs. I can't believe we're here. We made it. First week of playoffs. We made it. I mean, this is our 23rd episode, 23rd, 24th episode. We, we made, made it this it. far. We made it to the playoffs. <laughs> <laughs> playoffs? No, but uh, 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 did you want to jump into some sit and start questions? Yeah, got? I got uh, I got four of them here. Okay. Okay. Um, so start and sit. Um, all right, this one comes in from JJ. Mm-hmm. Uh, he says, pick three. He's got, so I imagine this is a wide receiver, wide receiver flex um, <laughs> play that he wants us to answer. So we got Mike Evans versus the Vikings, Julio Jones versus the Chargers, AJ Brown versus Jacksonville, Keenan Allen versus Atlanta. I like him in that order, but in reverse. Yeah, I like Mike Evans last. Yeah, I would be starting Julio, AJ Brown, Keenan Allen. Yep, I'd leave Mike Evans. Agreed. And it's it's weird to say it's just because there's too many options, you know, on the Tampa Bay offense that it's just like if it's not Mike Evans, they could still be okay. Right. Like they don't need Mike Evans to no. be great. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I guess we agree on that one. Sweet. Sweet. All right, this one also comes in from JJ. Russell Wilson versus the Jets or Ryan Tannehill versus the Jacksonville Jaguars. Oh. <laughs> what a 
awful, wow. <laughs> awful decision you need to make yeah. there, JJ. Should I do good or good? <laughs> <laughs> no, that's a tough one too. Um, your thoughts first. Well, because both of them are going to be good. Um, well, right. The one thing that worries me about, again, Tennessee, um, that they're just going to use uh, Yeti. They're just yeah. going to use uh, um, Derrick Henry yep. like all game and still win by like 20 points against Jacksonville. So I guess on that note, I'm going Russell Wilson. Yeah, I was thinking Russell Wilson myself also. I'm thinking he poses more of a threat uh, with you know his arm and his legs. So. And if the Jets are being somewhat competitive, mm-hmm. if they need to throw the ball, you know that's going to be good for Russ, obviously. Mm-hmm. All right, uh, number three, start sit of the or start sit questions. J.K. Dobbins on the Monday night game versus the Browns. Browns are the ninth-ranked defense against the running back. Or that same game, Kareem Hunt versus the Ravens, number nine-ranked team against the running backs. J.K. Dobbins. That's where I'm going with that. Basically, you know, off of the opportunity that he's going to have. Probably Mm -hmm. more attempts, more Mm -hmm. catches, maybe not more catches. Uh, would a full PPR change your mind? Definitely makes it more interesting. It does make it more interesting because I did see the workload that, uh, well, it's not even the workload that Gus Edwards got it, but it's what he did with the workload in the last game. Uh, something like seven carries, 100 and some yards, and then he did have have some receptions out of the backfield. Uh, Cream Hunt, I would go in full PPR, half PPR. I would go J.K. Dobbins. Yeah, I think I'm with you there. Yay. I think I'm with you. We're doing real good. We're neat. All right, how about Robert Woods on Thursday versus the Patriots or Deontay Johnson versus the Bills? Mm. Man, I've loved Deontay for a long time. I like know. all season, I've I loved know. Deontay, but Robert Woods has been inconsistent. Not, I, I would want to say Robert Woods. All right, I'm going to disagree with you here. Good, Go finally. Deontay. Thank goodness. You're not riding my <laughs> coattails through these. Oh, gosh. <laughs> I'm going Deontay again, you know, kind of off uh, opportunity. He's the number, like unquestionable number one option for mm-hmm. Big Ben here. I mean, every week in, week out, when he's on the field and he's healthy, mm-hmm. he's the guy that Big Ben looks to first. Um, which surprised me because every time I watch him, he's like the smallest receiver on this on this offense, you know, next to Juju and uh, Claypool. Mm-hmm. Claypool is like a freaking monster compared yeah. to him. Mapletron. Yeah. Um, so do you got any start to questions, Kyle? Nope. No? Oh, wow. Yeah. You got right. the same one I did. <laughs> All right. So that pretty much wraps up everything going on. Now to the exciting stuff. Uh, Kyle, we got a lot of stuff going on in the next couple of weeks. Breaking news. Um, We actually got challenged by a fellow podcast we did um sports in suds oh the history behind sports and suds they are uh, anchor podcasts similar to us um i i noticed that they were um i actually i knew who one of the people were and then like as i dug deeper i'm like wait a minute i know this whole crew um uh (laughs) uh ross evers uh went to school in uh coleman where both you and i attended uh, Chad Banky, fun fact, and I was surprised they didn't bring it up on their podcast. We actually played on the same football team, um, the Coleman Steelers in our Pee Wee League. It was nice. the school in the Crivets. I know it sounds like a funny name, but that's actually north of uh, Coleman, the big town we grew up in. And then uh, a good friend of mine, Troy Evers, 
which is Ross's brother, graduated with me and just an all around great guy. But um, I saw that they were also kind of in the same boat we were as far as uh, starting up a podcast this year and uh, just was they, listening to that they had to offer. They started like right around the same time too. Oh, right. I know. That's what I thought was pretty cool about it. Anyway. Yeah, I listened to a, a handful of their um, uh, shows. Mm-hmm. If you're into a lot of beer stuff and uh, <laughs> sports, uh, go ahead and give them a listen. Which do go Maybe hand I'll... in hand. That's why I do think. <laughs> I, I mean, here I thought we were the only ones with the clever name, you know, like delivery men. Hey, we're delivery men. But sports and suds, that, that, that goes that goes together. Yeah. I can respect if, that. If uh, that's your kind of thing. Obviously, sports, if you're listening to this podcast, you'll probably like it. Mm-hmm. If you're into the beer thing as well, hey, go ahead, give them a listen yeah, and, and uh, yeah, give it a shot. A bar and this comes across and you're like, hey, I like that podcast. I'll know that podcast better. I'm going to listen to that one. Anyway, they challenged us to, I believe this is like a podcast V podcast. So me and you are going to have to put our minds together. Mm-hmm. I think they're just picking like five players. Right. I think this is through the whole playoffs. They said, you know, when I was listening, they didn't really give a whole lot of details so we're gonna have to get back to them so sports and suds we see your challenge and we raise you we are also doing a playoff pool um we have the details on that mm-hmm. we are going to be putting together a full uh fantasy roster how that is going to look um is and this is all greek to me adam had to break this down beforehand to me yeah, so this might—I mean, this might be a little bit, but you might want to get a pen and paper. It's pretty easy when you really, you know, put it down. Mm-hmm. Yeah, let's pick two quarterbacks, three running backs, three wide receivers, two tight ends, two flex positions. So that'll be running back, wide receiver, or tight end. You can pick in those two flex positions. One kicker, one defense slash special teams. Mm-hmm. So that is fourteen roster spots. There's 14 playoff teams this year when mm-hmm. they, you know, added the two teams. You are allowed to pick one roster spot per team. So, like, if you're, you know, again, the Packers fan, you want to take Aaron Rodgers and Devonta Adams. No, no, no. You can't. You can't. Nope. You can only pick one. Once you pick a team roster spot. So, if you want Aaron Rodgers, you cannot have Aaron, Aaron Jones or Devonta Adams. Mm-hmm. You can only get one person per team. So once that team is eliminated from the playoffs, they can no longer get you points. Mm-hmm. So whatever they get for that game, you get those points. We add the total score up, uh, end of the game or end of the playoffs. So uh, every single team, you know, that enters in, we're going to do like a five dollar buy in. We'll do a, um, you know, a big uh, pool at the end. You know, depending on how many players how many people we can get in to create a team and whatnot. Mm-hmm. We'll have like a big uh, kind of thing at the end. Mm-hmm. Um, so how it should end up is every team will have two players left in the Super Bowl. Right. So, I mean, end of end of the playoffs, whoever has the most points wins. So it's kind of in, uh, it's kind of a fun elimination uh, playoff uh, fantasy picture. I think it's, it's a lot of fun because there's a little bit of strategy that goes into it. Obviously, you don't want your uh, defense or your kicker to be your Super Bowl team. Right. So a little bit of uh, strategy goes into that where I'm like, well, I think, you know, the Chiefs and the Packers are going to be in the playoffs, so I'll take Mason Crosby and the Chiefs defense. No, no that's no, not a very good idea. Talk. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, we're starting that up. We're doing a big uh, pool there. So, I mean, that is literally open to anybody. Mm-hmm. 
we're doing, you know, if you listen to this podcast, tell some buddies, even if they don't listen, uh, give them the whole, you know, the layout, you know, get their buy-in and stuff, get it to us. Um, I mean, we can do anything from, I mean, five people to one million, one million people. Now, are we going to go off the points on a half PPR or full PPR? Oh, that's one thing that we didn't talk about. Mm. Well, I'm going with whatever you say. So let's do more. It'll be easier for us to keep track of full PPR. Agreed. We'll do full PPR. Okay. So um, if you do not know what that is, listening to that, you get one point per reception. Points per reception is what PPPR, yes. PPR breaks down to. So if your player gets a catch, that is one point. Really yes. easy, super easy. Um, so, I mean, the rest of it is pretty standard. We're not going to do any special team stuff. So, like, if you draft or if you pick a wide receiver that also does kick returns, you don't get any of that stuff. So even if they muff a punt, you know, you're not going to get the minus two. Um, the rest of it's pretty standard. Um, if you really need to get all the details, you can – let us know. Otherwise, we'll be posting it on Facebook. We'll be sharing it everywhere, trying to just get as many people. It, it's a lot of fun. It's you know we'll be updating it every every week as the playoffs are going on, so everyone can kind of know. Um, and hopefully, you'll be following along with that. And uh, yeah, again, it's a lot of fun to do. I did it once before, and and uh, it's a lot of fun. So last but not least, we have finally. Finally, it's in here. all of its glory, have got, have received our giveaway. Giveaway? What giveaway? If you are, have been living underneath <laughs> a rock the last couple episodes, you know that once we get up to a thousand listens, we want to give away a sweet, sweet product. We are currently at 914 listens, which breaks down to 86. Thank you, Georgia Leighton. Uh 86 <laughs> uh, listens away from getting to our goal, which is a thousand. So yeah, a thousand is our goal. Uh, however, we are going to be doing this giveaway after the Super Bowl. Right. So you got to be listening to this. We're gonna do. Uh, if you want to be entered to win our sweet signed jersey, which we currently have one person that has entered so far. One person. The game. One they, they person. They want to wait till a thousand. Yeah. Get in here. Get entered. So to get entered to win this awesome jersey that we have here signed jersey write this down you need to subscribe to this podcast leave us a review and we will be posting a uh, post on facebook um with the uh picture of the thing that we are giving away blah blah, blah all the stuff you'll see it when we post it right you share that post and tag three friends in that post um it's going to be a like you need to be present to win kind of thing. Like you need to listen to the podcast. We're going to announce uh, on the podcast who wins and you will have a week time. You have a week's time from when we record the next podcast to get a hold of us. Say, Hey, you said I was the winner. Say, Hey, yeah, congratulations. You won. If you do not get us back in that week, we're going to say, Hey man, or whatever you had a week also with gonna the, pick the next person also with the review we prefer prefer the platform of uh, apple podcast and uh you'd have to put a oh man i love the fantasy uh <laughs> delivering fantasy football podcast <laughs> dash your name therefore we don't want anybody piggybacking on somebody else's the uh, first person that has entered has done it correctly uh by leaving dash their name 
Yeah. So, I mean, you don't have to put your full name if you're worried about somebody like people stalking you, stuff like that. But yeah. So, yeah, we uh, we bought this item last week. And Kyle, I so appreciate you waiting to open it. I just I, I got I, here. I had to wait for you to be in the presence of this item. It's incredible. We are staring at it right now. We have it in studio. It is glowing. It is absolutely incredible. Kyle, are we ready to announce what we are giving away? No. Oh, all right. <laughs> <laughs> no, it is then. All right. I think we're leaving a cliffhanger for all the listeners. <laughs> but again, this thing's pretty stinking awesome. Super so sweet. If you want to get a jump start, subscribe to this podcast, leave the review, and when we post the thing, then you can share it and all that stuff. So thank you for listening to this podcast. You support us just by listening to this podcast. Again, if you could, you know, get entered again, subscribe to this podcast, leave the review that actually really helps, you know, getting this podcast out there, share it with your buddies and stuff like that because we're doing the big giveaway we're doing the playoff challenge stuff, mm-hmm. um, the playoff pool. So exciting stuff. Yeah, we need to just get as many people in this thing as we can because uh, it's a lot of fun. Heck yeah! Um, all right, thank you to uh, I was going to say thank you to sponsor, <laughs> thank you to Anchor for sponsoring this podcast. We are the Fantasy Football Deliveryman Podcast. Out. Oh man, glad that episode's over. <laughs> oh, it's like we work so hard during the day, man. It's like, oh, that's like I can put my mind to the full use of it. I can't even put words Brain together. Just stopped working. Yeah, I need a uh, epidectomy. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, oh, that's horrible. Oh, dude. And I just the, got lightheaded. Oh, I'm sorry, man. <laughs> And then it's like this jersey, dude. This, this signed jersey. jersey, dude. It's like, oh, I can't believe we're actually gonna give this away. I actually can't believe we got our hands on this thing. It's still in the bag. I know you it's can actually hear it. In the bag. Oh man, I can hear it through my headset way over here. It's it's beautiful. Like I've I've I mean I've seen jerseys before, like, right? But the that permanent marker, right? Just swirling and. But yeah, and the JSA, oh. you know, it'd be authenticated by you know that JSA, which is like that's the thing, the line, like, man. It it wasn't signed by us. No, couldn't have been because it's JSA certified. Right. It's this is the legit thing. I know. It's I actually just think we should just keep it. Oh yeah, get it. I, I was hoping that you would say that because <laughs> since we ordered it, I'm like, why why are we giving this thing away? This is way too cool to right. be giving it away. I'm gonna dig my high school jersey out of the closet and roll with that. Yeah, I think we should just. Give this cup away. That is a sweet cup with your name embroidered on it. Well, not really embroidered, but we could sign it. I mean, I mean, I think people would appreciate that. If we signed our names, we could probably get it JSA certified as well. Oh, probably. And they'd be like, why are you doing this? Uh, Because we're doing a giveaway. Oh, yeah. Oh, they're like, oh, okay. Well, why don't you open up with that? They probably said, (laughs) no, I think think that, that would be a way better option than this signed jersey by.